is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this? This, this is the mother this. of all podcasts. Yeah. Check this out. It's the happy hour with the DallasCowboys.com All-Stars. I love that intro. All-Stars. All-Stars. Welcome to the show, Nick. What's up? Dave. Hi, Shannon. Mick. Hey, All-Star. And Nate. How you yo, doing? Yo, what's up, man? What's up, man? Just rolling, man. You're a long ways down there today. I know. It's a long table today. Yeah, man. But you know what? We are dry and we are warm, and we have some warm chips and some cold beverages. Dry, huh? Yes. And we are going to talk about some Cowboys Victory Tuesday. Yes, sir. I'm with you. Man. Everybody saw it coming. What a difference a week makes. Dave, did you call that a 33-point win at (laughs) home against one of the best defenses in the league? I didn't call a win, period, so no. Did did anyone call? I think someone at this table called a win. Actually, three of the four people over here called a win. First one to 20 was going to win. So what about 40? Well, (laughs) they got to 24 at halftime. Okay, all right. Nick, let's start with you, man. Yeah. You get one minute. Okay. Just thoughts on the game. Well, I I mean, I thought – it's as Brian brought us, who's here, says it all the time. Hey, Brian. It's a strange lady. This NFL is weird. And I actually, that's the reason why I picked her. I didn't expect the Cowboys to have that big game like that offensively, but I did expect them to win because just when you think this football team, I don't know about other teams, but this football team, when you think that you've got it all figured out, they come back and do something like that, which is scary about Washington. You know, coming up this week, we'll see if they can get off this, this track because, as I say all the time, how you get to 8-8 eight and eight is you go 3-3. Three and three. And then you go four and four, and you know, it just kind of adds up that way. So I was impressed with the way the offense was and the way Dak uh, played. That offensive line looked great. The defense is amazing. But I just you kind of expected it to be weird like that, and it certainly was. Dave? Yeah, uh, I've said this a couple times already, and obviously, I mean, the offense was so good the other day. It was really impressive that they did that against the best defense in the NFL. But um, that's really not – what I take away from that game is the defense. Um, this is the best start in terms of scoring defense for the Cowboys over the first six, week in, six weeks in 15 years. Uh, 103 points allowed in six games. They're averaging uh, 17.2. I think the, the math checks out on that. They're, they're dominant. They've done it without Sean Lee for three weeks now. Uh, they haven't allowed an opponent to go over 24 points, and they kicked the Jags' offense up and down the field. Not that it's a great offense, but uh, six weeks of doing that, it's impressive, and even if the offense doesn't get it figured out, uh, this defense looks like it's going to give them a chance to be in every single game they play, which, I, you know, when was the last time we were able to say that about a Cowboys defense? Yeah. Mickey, what do you think? Got some symmetry to this season. Lose one, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. It was time to win one. And didn't matter who they were playing. And uh, as I tried to point out before they played Jacksonville, that if you watch Jacksonville play Kansas City, you wouldn't have thought they had the number one defense and you wouldn't have been that impressed with their offense. So the thinking was if you played well defensively and just scored 20 points, you might have a chance to win. And for the first time in a while, uh, that offensive line played awfully well, which in turn Dak played efficiently, which in turn uh, Zeke was able to uh, rush for 100 yards, and they actually got a chance to either throw the ball down the field or run the ball down the field. And when you can do that, uh, you have a chance to win. Nate, what did you see? Hey, you know, I, I'm on a, I think it was just a great job of how the plays mean a lot to me. Third down efficiency mean a lot to me. We were 41%, and I think we were 70% in the first half. We ran 40 plays offensively to their 19. When we, if we can do that, regardless of uh, how high or how low the score is, it gives our defense a chance in the second half to be even more dominant. And uh, we didn't see that this week because the game was just out of hand by, you know, by the halftime. But if we can take that on the road and run like 35, 40 plays against Washington, make sure we, our third down efficiency is up, now we, we can help our defensive end because in the, in, at the end of the day, the defense still is the strong suit to this team. So if we can keep them off the field, they had a total of 41 plays uh, for, for this t- Jacksonville team. And I'm not saying that uh, these guys, the Redskins, are going to be that inept on offense, but if we keep our defense fresh, it can happen. They might be. 
Let's talk about the offense a little bit. Been very sporadic. Haven't really seen them have this kind of output. You hear you hear Dak and some of the guys talk about communication and execution. What do they need to do? What did they do this week that they need to do going forward to, to keep the consistency and keep this thing going? Well, I'll start. I think you know they need to realize, and, and this isn't you know something that nobody knows or doesn't know, but Dak is not Troy Aikman. He's not uh, Tony Romo. He's not this pocket passer. He is a guy that needs to be on the move and run. And you can not just when the play breaks down, but when, you know, you, you have a, a design called run for him. And I, I think that, you know, I keep bringing this up a lot on, on our show that we do with Dave, um, the break, and, and Derek. Um, but it, the thing about it is, is Carolina it has no problems doing that with Cam Newton. And they need to think like that. He's not as big and strong. He's not 270. But he's still a mobile guy that needs to be on the move because that will only help Zeke if those people are thinking, you know what, he could keep this ball here. They need to just quit acting like he's a pocket passer and try to uh, utilize him on the run. And it would be awesome if every defense the rest of the way could stubbornly try to single cover Cole Beasley. That would be great. With Tyler Patman. Yeah, yes, please. <clears throat> we could get that for but Those two guys were bad. Six. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sorry, I love Joe D. Special teams uh, hurt them as well, but Church was, was not good. Patman wasn't good. Yeah. And Dak just straight called him out and said, well, we, we knew we could beat Patman. That's, that's when I knew. That's when I knew when Dak, Dak trying not to rock the boat Prescott was like, Patman, that was our guy. Yeah. We were going after Attack Patman. Like, Calling somebody whoa. out. Whoa. You, 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 what, and and I'm, 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 I'm piggybacking off Nick. When you make Dak makes – teams uh, have to defend the whole field yeah. when we just free him. I mean, and not so much with the passing as you see with the other quarterbacks where they throw it all over the field, but by Dak being able to have a run pass option, by him being able to scramble a few times that he did, it makes teams have to uh, uh, cover the whole field. And if we want uh, Beasley to be effective, then Michael Gallup and Alan Hearns have to be effective. Right. They have to catch True. the ball when it's thrown to them. And uh, we already come with uh, the two tight end set, the three tight end set. And if they can c continue to mix that in and Hearns find his traction and we believe in Michael Gallup a little bit more, now Beasley will always be a threat. But once they bracket Beasley come Sunday, now I'll, we, just look. Those two receivers need to pick it up. And they don't need Bryce. They don't need Thompson. They don't need this other guy. They don't need this other guy. Go with the three guys that we know that's yeah. got traction with the, with, with the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, Gallup's catch on a third down on the first drive of the game was probably one of the biggest plays of the game. Not only did it help Dak's confidence and, and the offensive confidence, but it kind of showed them what they're trying to do, what they can do. And then I think you're right. It opened some things up for yes. Beasley, but you got to be able to do that. Which, yeah, and I, I'm not trying to be a downer. It is rainy and, you know, dreary outside, but I need – Getting I, down that beer. I need – yeah, well, that's – Happy yeah, hour. That's definitely going to happen. But I need to be able to see that on the outside more often because yeah. we've seen it through five other weeks this season. You can take Cole Beasley away. The Jaguars opted not to, and that was awesome because Cole Beasley's a hell of a player. But – they got to start winning some of these outside matchups with a little more consistency to open that up. I think that's something we haven't seen a lot, and it's reflected in the way the offense is played. But they tried taking him away in the second half. Right. Right? Well, and after the damage was done. After the damage was done, it yeah. was too late, right. and they decided the linebacker needed to help out like uh, linebackers have previously when yeah. Cole Beasley kind of showed that he can run the deal. If, if Hearns and Thompson and Gallup, whoever, I don't care who it is, but if somebody can consistently win on the outside, they'll be more reluctant to do that to Cole. You know, the, the, the amazing thing is, and, and, I, I, and I was telling my guys, you know, uh, on Hanging with the Boys, you know, the war winning Hanging with the Boys the first year to get an Emmy. Uh, ah, did we get yeah. an Emmy? No, we didn't. Uh, anyway. <laughs> we'll act like we did. But anyway, this is the deal. We cannot, man, we, we, we cannot worry about who's not catching the ball. We got to worry about who's going to catch the ball. And there's two guys, I believe, that can catch this ball with some consistency. Rico. That's Cole Beasley. Not, not Rico. Sorry. <laughs> He's he going to catch his one. Get one a game. Sorry. But we, we, we got we to gotta force the ball to gallop. We, mm. got, we got to see can he play. Preach. You know, let's do not wait like we did with uh, Taco 
Charlton, oh man, well, he did great the last eight games of the season. Well, that was already, the season was decided. Let's find out can this kid play, and, uh, and then we move on to the next step. Did any of y'all take physics in high school or college? Unfortunately, I did. How, how in the hell did he walk on air? I don't know, in that, I watched that replay probably ten times. I was like, that was like some Matrix stuff. I've gone back to it half a dozen times. You know, I watched it a thousand times on Sunday, and I've gone back to it Monday and today. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't he's, compute. He's a talented brain. kid. I agree with that. That's why they got to keep throwing him the ball. Get him yeah. the ball. You know, he had the most snaps of the wide receivers. Yep. Unfortunately, he only had two targets, and, and one was a great catch, oh. and the second one was even a better catch. Unfortunately, his other foot hit his heel and didn't count for yeah. a touchdown. I, li- uh, I like to see him go fight for the ball too. Like, well, go, yeah, go he get the ball. Yeah, like, he, like mm-hmm. he went up big yes. both times for that ball, mm-hmm. and, and, and that, can, that can only help him. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in on a receiver by committee, but I'm on, like, I just want, like, three receivers to be the same. You want a smaller committee. Yeah, I want a, com- a smaller committee <laughs> because uh, Dak, and I'll keep saying it, Dak is a co-star. The star is Zeke. The co-star is Dak. Yep. But they got a lot of bit players that's called offensive linemen. That need to keep continue to keep blocking well, and our receivers just somebody step up, and maybe a different guy. I'm like you have me, maybe a different guy each week. But I got a, a group of guys that I'm gonna start with, and if they can, and uh, and I'm repeating this, if they can keep that 12 and 13 personnel, two tight ends, three tight ends, and throw some some balls off of that right there, along with the waggles, it, you don't have to worry about communication. These are things the gimmies he talk about. These are the gimmies that they have been doing for two. Two plus years. Is, is there some thought that like Gallup's not getting in the ball enough, or I mean, I, I, we don't talk about that on our show, do y'all? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because you know what I've pointed out on Talking Cowboys that I, I'm, I'm against this socialized wide Wait, receiver. Is he ready though? Well, make yes, him make yes, him sir, ready. He will get ready. He make him ready. I mean, what? what I How mean, do you know if he's ready if you don't throw him more than two balls a game? Well, well what if one of them's get coming plays. off his face and getting intercepted? Well, that's all right. Throw him another one. Uh, how I'm do you, How do you make up for a mistake if you don't get opportunities to? Well, no, th- I, I I'm fine with you know keeping him involved and and he no one else is like pulling away from him at the receiver position. I'm just saying. I, there's been some moments here. We're not too far down the road where we thought maybe this is a little too big for him. No. No. No? I ain't never thought that. I agree. I've never I thought that. that I've always honest. thought that going like, to him early and giving him opportunities and talking to him, you know, hey, man, you are man. It, it depends on how you talk to this kid and how he responds. Then you throw him some balls and you go to him in tight situations. You know, yeah, he, he, he made a mistake. But if you looked at the game the other night for the Washington Redskins, they number one pick made a whole lot of mistakes, yeah. but they ain't going to stop. And Treadwell don't need to be playing for Minnesota if we're going to go by if you miss a pass or fumble. So no. it, you got to keep pumping this kid. You got him in the third round. You, you turned the way the kid from, 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 from Atlanta to say, we got a kid in the third round. Okay, if that kid is who you're talking about, let's give him the ball. Who is physically better or more talented than he is? Physically? Uh, yes. Nobody. Of the wide receivers. Nobody. So you got you to so give them a chance. Use them. I, wait, could, wait. Go, I could go Physically either way Physically better? This. Like, just since, I mean. Yeah, who's better? I, 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 I can't give you an answer on that, Mick, but I it will say. Hearns. The guys, the guys made a pretty crucial mistake in damn near every yeah, game they've yeah. I mean, I mean you, you're right about this. This is why Rico's on the team. Rico was doing okay, but those tight ends weren't pulling away from him, so why not? No one's pulling away from him. I, I get it, but I'm just saying there's been some times there's a pass over the middle against Carolina. It could have been a 40-yard game. He dropped it. I mean, there has been a play where he dropped it and intercepted by Earl Thomas. I mean, like, he's had some moments – where, and he's, he's had other times where he wasn't really making a lot of plays. I like that he's a young guy. He's making progression, and you're right. You know, who else are you throwing it to? Now, physically, I don't – I mean – I'll say this. He, I think he's not your fastest receiver. I don't know if he's got your best hands. But he does fight for the ball better than anyone else, and that's, that's – with, with this quarterback, you gotta, you got to have that. I'll make a great compromise with you all. Tavon Austin won't be able to play for the foreseeable future. Why can't you get him touches that way? Which they didn't do it enough Reverses. with Tavon when he was healthy. Anything, anything. Anything near the line of scrimmage, reverse, jet sweep, uh, passes underneath. Even, I mean, you know, bubble screens out of the backfield, which they kind of haven't you, run you, in you, recent you, weeks. You know, Nick, get over time – but see, this, this is my issue is – it seemed like we're always behind the eight ball. For four years, 
Oh, we don't have a war daddy. Then all of a sudden, uh, we, we get, kind of get a halfway war daddy. Then next season, we don't want to pay our DBs. So all of a sudden, we don't have no DBs. We got to draft all these DBs. Now we got to train them up. Guess what? Oh, now we don't have no wide receivers. And now we got some guys that's running around as wide receivers, let's find out who the wide receivers are. We can't wait. These don't, if we had other options, I would agree with you. Like, hey, well, let's give this guy a chance. But we have no other options. So throw the ball to the guy. Okay. I mean, let's do it. Fortunately, I mean, catch it. fortunately for Michael Gallup, you're absolutely right. I mean, Yeah, Terrence, we have no other guys. Terrence Williams is on IR. Uh, Tavon Lock, Austin is now hurt. Lock Bryce, yeah, Bryce you know, Butler's hurt. Bryce Butler is hurt And then right the now. kid from what the crib from Ohio State, well, he's a great blocker. Well, we ain't brought him in to just hey, to block, did we? Noah's coming back, my guys. Yeah. Noah's he, when's coming he back. coming back? Well, he can practice this week. I don't know if he's going to They'll wait until somebody has to be placed on IR, and then yeah, they'll get him going. That seems like a good bet. Nick, so gotta, they can have somebody to come in and block, like Nate said. Me, Nick, me Dave, me, Dave, and Mickey are used to sitting in chairs and our feet not touching the ground. Weird. How long has it been since like that's this. happened to you? Mine are falling asleep, are by they? the way. Yeah, yeah I don't, it feels we might have to get up and walk around during the break. Feels like it's I'm going to take six, Nate's I'm job. On the six flags I'm going to take the wireless mic because well, he's yeah, the only one that's got his feet on the ground. Yeah, I'm going to go out there and get some of you fans and um, ask y'all some questions. Well, let y'all ask questions of this great panel that we have up here. But, All-stars, Nate, but all-stars. I, I'm going to tell you something. And you know what? The these people the paying attention way over there on the Nick, other side of the these are bar. some of the numbers that I like the Cowboys having. And they always prove to be pretty good. Whenever the Cowboys control the ball 32 or more minutes of possession, when they run anywhere from 68 to 70 plays, it seemed like good things happen for the Cowboys. And, and, and that's what I'm hoping to happen this week. If they, because they got two monsters in the middle for the Redskins. The, the two Bama boys, I think, is uh, Allen yeah. and uh, Payne. Payne. These dudes, man, that's going to test our rookie. That's going to test our rookie in our center. So we're going to have to maintain that ball. And, and if we can get back up around 42 45% on third down, that's going to ensure that we have extra plays, extra snaps. And then if we can keep uh, – and I know it's a lot, but if we can keep Dak out moving around, throwing the ball, let's, and Zeke being Zeke. Let's go to that. Let's go back to the play calling. They've seen success with the RPOs and getting Dak out in space. And it seems like sometimes – they go back to what doesn't work, and they, sometimes they look so stubborn that it's this is the game plan. We're sticking to the game plan, even if it doesn't work, because eventually it'll work. Do you think they've seen enough now with some of these repass options and, and getting out in space that they're going to shift more and, and that becomes the game plan going forward? How do you, how do you, what do you guys think? I think a lot of that depends on how the defense is going to play. Jacksonville was very aggressive, and, and they took advantage of their aggressiveness. It's like you want to shoot up the field with your defensive lineman? Okay, well, you don't know if we're Dak's keeping it or if he's giving it to Zeke. And so it depends on how they play it. Because if they're playing Dak, then you got to give it to Zeke. If they're playing Zeke, D- Dak keeps it. On his touchdown run, when they faked it to Zeke to the right side, five guys went with Zeke. And he stopped at the line of scrimmage like, don't tackle me. I, I ain't got the ball. He does. And it was wide open on the other side. So a lot of it is reading how the defense plays if you're going to do those read options. Nick, you want to eat some chips and some wings and yeah. go to break? Definitely. I, I, it's not stopping me. I'm still eating No, some. you're still throwing it down? All right, we're going to take a quick break, pay some bills, and when we come back, Nate is walking around harassing people in the crowd, and hopefully he can get some people to ask some questions, including Rob Phillips that's in the audience. Be right back on Happy Hour. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHats.com, a safe corner of the internet for answering financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. 
T. More for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com. Samsung 50. With dual aperture. F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one of a kind than a foretold slot with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a sheer powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back. Back to the happy hour. Yeah, check this out. With the DallasCowboys.com All-Stars. The happy hour, the star. Concrete Cowboy. Throw down some ch- punishing yeah. chips. Let's hear punishing some clapping. Punishing some chips Punishing and some, some chips. boneless wings and some cold beer. And dropping guacamole all over the table. Yeah. Did you mess up the table? Mickey? I did. Only, Get it together down the there, the only Mickey. fumble, really, of the day so far. And it didn't bounce right back to me either. Yeah, no? that's true. That could have been bad twice. So it's okay if he runs and fumbles, though? You know, he leads the NFL in fumbles. I saw that. Dak Prescott with four. Good wow. for him. Hey, wow, and, that's and, a stat and, right and, there. And think about it, how important they have been. Now, those two in the Jacksonville game, yeah, you know, they probably could have overcome that. But there was no bigger fumble recovery than the one against Detroit. Oh, my right. God. Would have lost the whole game for him. Oh, my and, God. And changed this whole narrative about how they're great at home and not, you know, don't forget about that play. That, that bothers you, doesn't it? What? Like great at home and bad on the road I, thing. Yeah, I don't think it's You don't really, buy it. You're not, not here it. for it. I'm not buying it. Not yet. What, are you not, what are you not buying? I just don't think it's really a thing yet. I, I, it's a trend. You we're think, seeing it. Yeah. But I just don't think we're the, the, like this team's not good. Cause first of all, I've seen them at, at home for 10 years now. They, they, it's not a – never mind. It, you know, they, no, they, no, no, go ahead. Well, they, they haven't played as well at home as, as you right. would think. They're, yeah. 15, they're 15 and 17. They haven't the had home field years. advantage since for a while. I think it has a lot to do of who you're playing, where you're playing. I think that's what Nick's trying to say. Well, I just, yeah. Because look who they played at home. Other than Jacksonville, and we'll find out how good they are, but it was the Giants and Detroit. Mm -hmm. On the road, you play Carolina, good defense. Mm -hmm. Seattle, good defense. Houston, really good defense. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. We'll see this week. There might be something They won five straight in Washington. They're... Even Mickey and you know this going all the way back to the to the you know late eighties and they you were right there too. Even the year you won one game, won in Washington. It was in Washington. So and, and and they've done the same thing too. When you know the years the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, they went twelve and four, four and twelve teams swept them. It happens in this series. We had a, we had a caller asked a good question, or interesting question on our show earlier today. He, he he gave us three options, but I'll give you guys two options. Is it more important for this team to win this week to prove? Obviously, you need to win. Prove that you can win on the road, or that you can string back-to-back wins together. Back-to-back wins. Yeah, yeah to get some momentum to, going. To, to be a good team. Yeah, like good teams win multiple games in a row. I don't care where they are or who it's against, or just win. You, 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 yeah, good teams win multiple games in a row. If because, you trade like this, that's be, because I believe both of those things mm-hmm. are important. I, I I think that this is the biggest game of the year, right now. I don't disagree with you. And it's the first big game of the year, but it, you know, but this one is the one. If you want to do anything with your football team, if you want to stop here and you know talk about the draft show with, with, with Brian, is you know um, probably ready. No, he's not ready to get there yet, but but he, he loves talking about those players. But if you want to stop all that, you win this game. Especially going into the bye week right after this game, you got to win this it's game. Like, win. It's like one of those springboards mm-hmm. when you run up and jump and vault in gymnastics. This is the yeah, springboard right. game. And just hope you don't yeah, come up yeah. short and hit Absolutely. yourself in the chest with the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. if you win this one, you get a bye, and then you got Tennessee on a Monday night at home, and their offense isn't that great. A manageable, so a manageable Tennessee game. Maybe you get to five and three, but you can't get to five and three unless you get to four and three. You gotta right? win this one. Nate, you got you got a question for us? Who you got out there? We have Jeff from Australia. Hey. You have to li- listen closely, hey, yes. Jeff. 
He has a lengthy question with a heavy accent. All right, let's do it. How you like the accent? It's awesome. Oh, yeah. we can get that. It's the highlight of my day. My favorite part. Okay, player. so the players spend so much time with the coaches, like listening and learning from them. Are they encouraged, or is there anyone else that they can go and speak to, to if they need just a different ear or a different voice, you know, to listen and get an idea from or just problems. about like anything talk to Mickey. anything yeah, yeah well talk to Mickey that's a great where's that drop come on yeah I mean for, I mean obviously you got the 62 other guys in the locker room active roster practice squad I mean you know you talk about players picking each other's brains quarterbacks talking to each other position groups uh but every NFL team has a has an op staff too I mean you know if, if you need a guy to help you you know, get a good deal on rent for your apartment. There's a guy that works at the star that can help you with that. Um, you know, nutritionist, uh, what a, athletic trainers. I mean, depending on the issue, the Cowboys employ a person who is professionally trained to help you with that. So, yes, NFL players, it's staggering how many, the army of people that are in place to help every player with everything they could possibly need. Let, well, me, let me put a spin on that. Over the years, because Jerry's always seems like had an open door when it comes to certain things. Over the years, what have been some issues that have been big enough for a player to trump the coach and go talk straight to Jerry? Can you think of any? None that the name isn't Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, or Deion Sanders. Yeah, I'm, well, what? Maybe Tony, Tony Romo. You don't yeah. think Tony just went straight? Yeah. Yo, yo, uh, Nate, Nate? I think Nate? he has enough. Yeah, he, uh, he want to get a little deeper on that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, are they also encouraged to have, say, personal mentors, particularly oh, someone see. like that? Like a personal coach? Is that what you meant? Sorry. A personal coach? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? They've got so many coaches. Not only the position coach, but the assistant position coach, the head coach, the coordinator. That. They've got a lot of guys that they can go to on the team uh, to talk to. That's, I mean, and then a lot of times they bring in players. You know, Jason periodically are bringing a, tr a player doing training camp to help certain guys, like with pass rush or offensive line plays. We had Willie mm -hmm. Anderson in. Willie Anderson was here. Should have had Nate Newton in. DeMarcus Ware has stopped yeah. by a couple yeah. times. Charles I mean, Haley we can't get rid of. <laughs> Charles Haley we cannot get rid of. That is true. I'm glad he gets to say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nate, Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Nate Newton keeps coming back every day. Yeah. Nate Newton loves us. He does love us. Let me ask you guys, let's go to the defense. Daryl Johnston's around. Yeah. This is kind of a weird question to, to ask, but – Sean Lee gets healthy. How does he fit back into this defense? You, you've got these two young guys that are playing really good. You want to keep giving them snaps. You want to see them do more and more and giving them opportunities. When he gets healthy, how do you reinsert him back into this defense? Which is totally weird to even say that because in years past, they forgot how to play defense when he wasn't in the game. <laughs> see, I think it's a good question. I think it's they're fortunate that it is a position where like, I really don't think that matters. And Nick pointed that out. I said it all during the offseason. You need three guys to play two positions anyway. Uh, you rotate linebackers anyway, and then on top of that, you can bring in a different guy for different situations. Maybe, you know, if it's third and six, that suits, you know, Sean Lee better than Leighton Vander Esch as opposed to if it's third and two or something like that. Um, so I just I think you can mix and match, and, and it's not like quarterback or running back where I feel like a guy needs to be in a rhythm. I think between the three of them, I just really don't see it being that big of an issue. Because they have different different packages. And yeah. so you have certain guys that would be better to fit that package, and you don't have to play Sean Lee 60, 70 snaps a game. You don't have to play Jalen Smith that many plays. So you kind of rotate them in. And remember, Joe Thomas is out. Right. And it may not be back for a while. So now yeah. you've got three guys to play those positions. And you got somebody as a, a backup in case one of those guys get nicked up. And I really, you know, I, I've seen people like tweeting about that and stuff. Like, no, I don't think Damian Wilson's still going to be your strong side linebacker. Like, they're not, you know, they're not going to play some, you know, Sean or Vander Esch at Sam. They're going to keep it the way it is. But, you know, you play, you play 50 to 70 snaps of defense in a game. Like, there's more than enough snaps to get everybody involved. Right. Nate. Got somebody else? Got another question? Yeah, we have Josh from North Carolina. He's talking about poaching. What hey, up, Josh? If you could poach one player from Kansas City for the rest of this year, would you do Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, or Eric Berry? A healthy Eric Berry. Jeez. <laughs> Kelsey. Kelsey. How come? 
just because th- 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 it's a bigger threat at tight end than they have right now, and, and it takes a load off of, of Jeff Swain having to do everything. Jeff Swain can kind of be your James Hanna type guy yeah. uh, if you had a Kelsey on the team. So do you, do you get to keep him, or do you just have him for this year and then he goes away? Yeah, just this year. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Pat Mahomes for 10 years. That's a no, really – okay, man. which – you know, obviously, Pat Mahomes has been has been much better than Dak Prescott over the course of six weeks. I'm not trying to pretend that he's not, but like, I, is Mahomes at a point in his career where he can elevate the skill players that are on this team, or does he need Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and those types of guys? Great to, question to succeed. Uh, so, I hate to say this, but I think I agree with Mick. Uh, no, I do. Like, I mean, Travis Kelsey is such a massive upgrade over what you have at that position, and he can do so much. Uh, and, I mean, you know, I wouldn't complain about having Tyreek Hill either. It would be intriguing to see Eric Berry on this defense, but it's still a good defense. Yeah, I think you're right, Mick. You know, he, Nick, he, you caught, he caught five passes for 100 yards against Jacksonville. And I, when we were talking about it on Talking Cowboys, I said, well, watch out for the tight end. I know Jeff Swain's not Kelsey, but maybe they have troubles covering the tight end. Are you guys impressed with what Swain's been able to do? We've always known he was a good blocker. Did, has he surprised you with his, his pass catching and, and running ability? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's been, been pretty good. I mean, I, I don't know about a surprise. I mean, somebody had to do it. Somebody had to replace Witten. I don't know if he's really done that as a you know, full-fledged replacement yet. But, it, but, yeah, he's got a little bit more mobility, you know. The, the, but I've always kind of compare him to Kelsey. I don't know if it's because I think they look alike or they have the same number, but I, I don't know. I just yeah. think he's a poor man's. Uh, Kelsey, I'm surprised you didn't put Skandrick in that list, though, of Kansas Chiefs, though, if we're talking about that. You got another question, Nate? Tyreek Hill is my answer. No, I I, I thought he was going to respond to the uh, Skandrick comment. He he just smiled like the rest of us. Who would you take, Nate? Huh? Who would you take? None of them. No? If I can't keep them, brother, I don't want them. <laughs> I'm being honest. What? Uh, you know, I, I need what are you this, talking I need, about? Is that your I need philosophy? This long-term, I need this long-term fix, bro. I can't get the short-term fix. That is, that is – You know, to wake on. up tomorrow and realize I don't answer? have Kelsey or Hurt, you know. What, what was, what's your answer, though? I think Kelsey, easy. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Nick, yeah, Nick, as much as Nick wants speed, that makes sense. I mean – The catch that Tyreek Hill made, a 75-yard touchdown, to just catch the ball – because I was listening to it actually on the radio, and I just thought it was a 75-yard bomb. He caught the ball. He was at zero speed, and then all of a sudden for the last 40 yards, I mean, that was unbelievable to me. And I don't, the Cowboys haven't had a guy like that I, since Dion, I think, that can just run like that. I, don't, I straight up don't want Tyreek Hill on this team because I don't trust the coaching staff to use him the way that he should be used. Like, the Chiefs do so much creative stuff with him, and, and the Cowboys can't even figure out how to get Tavon Austin involved enough. Like, that would drive me crazy, I think. I, I agree with that because – when they was playing against Jacksonville, they actually tried to line him up on Ramsey like two or three plays, and Ramsey just snapped him off just like that. And they said, that's enough. Ain't no, you know, we're going to put you on the move, and he can't handle you like that. They keep this kid on moving. And the bomb that you're talking about, I mean, he waggled in the middle of the field. He slowed down in the middle of the field. Then caught that ball and took off, man. And when, when they brought in our guy from the Rams saying, hey, that, that's what I was envisioning, that we would have plays like that where he could just, you know, get, get loose, man. And uh, yeah. it takes a special innovator to do that. Yeah. Here, here's a fun one. Let's just expand this to the entire NFL, it's not just like the another, Chiefs. Another bar game here? Yeah, yeah. Any, well, we any sense a, we're in a bar. We are, yeah, bar. we're in a bar. And it is happy hour. Yeah, these are just hypotheticals. There's no tampering in happy hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> the rule. True. No. Okay. Who would you take? Any player? Any player. Any position, any player right now to fit in on this team. Just give me Aaron Rodgers and worry about the rest of it later. I'm with you, Dave. I mean, okay. I saw that. I saw, I've seen that book before that I, that I read last night. Yeah. And I, I called it with three minutes left and they're down 10. And I, I told Paul, we were out last night watching the game. I said, Green Bay is winning this game. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Hands down. Did, did, you, did you hear Witten set up the play by play guy when he said, I've been here before, yep. and he didn't. He laid out. He didn't say, "What are you talking about?" Maybe it's he like, didn't. Come on. Maybe he didn't want to bring up the bad memories, or maybe he was so involved in college football back then that he didn't know what was going on in the NFL. Oh, I'm sure Joe Tessitore knows about the 2016 divisional playoffs. Maybe. 
Maybe. maybe. It's not maybe. just that game. Or how about 2017, game four, five, whatever it was? Yeah, uh, five. Game five. Five. Are we okay? With, are we at a point where we're okay with the kicking decision? <laughs> Obvious. Yeah. No. Are you no. guys? No. no, I want you better. Have to make Twenty in a row. <laughs> I need to see him make five more. Yeah, Under, we're good. And 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 Jason always said at training camp, he was like a machine. We talk about Brett Maher, just a machine, just just making every kick after kick, and that's what he's been. I mean, I know he missed the first one in Carolina, but since then. Most of them seem like they're right down the middle, too. Yeah. And he might, he might have he had might have one that was, was kind of yeah. to the right upright, I, I think, one of the field the goals. The game winner in, against Detroit kind of hooked. Like, it was like, ah, and then it went back inside, I think. I might be wrong. I, he definitely had one that kind of hooked back he's inside. He's also, but. I think, second in the league in touchbacks. I know oh. Bailey would not have been. My heart just sank into my stomach because I see that who Nate's about yeah, to get so, a question from. So Nate's got a big smile on his face, and he's hugged up next to Broadus, and he's laughing, what? and he's pointing. So Broadus has a question, and he set us up. Was it two weeks ago? Brian's going to try to get us. But all you know, fired. yeah, he's trying to get us. I I do escorted. What I, I do. I will do what I do on on talking cowboys. What's that? You can ask well, the question, but you got to answer it you yourself. <laughs> we we what we were trying to do here, and I and I should have alerted Shannon was stand right here, brothers. We we was gonna say let the, the, can the people guess what voice this was asking this question. I ruined it. That's bad on me. has a question. I just saw the grin on his face. I, I know Mickey's answer for this question because I asked it today, and I appreciate his answer. Who are you more surprised of defensively the way they played, Byron Jones or Leighton Van Der Esch? Ooh, good question. Um, and Mickey gave a really good answer, so go back if you can listen to Talking Cowboys today. Mickey's answer was really, really good. But I want to know from the panel, and Nate, you as well, who, who are you more surprised that they played well, that they play well, Byron Jones at corner or Leighton Van Der Esch as your Mike linebacker? You want to go first? You know, that that's seemed really easy. Then I started to talk, and I was like, well, no, that's, that actually is a, that's a very good question. It's a great question, but I, I think it's an easy answer. I think I'll it's Van Der Esch because I thought Byron Jones might struggle, but he might be – he had a chance to be pretty good, and he has been good. I didn't think this early that Leighton Van Der Esch would be really great, and I think he has played great right now. He, his pass coverage is unbelievable. Um, I think he is playing at a level that I, I'm, I, I thought that he would get to this level in a couple of years, and he's got there in about five games. I, don't, I, I think it's Leighton Van Der Esch, and I don't even think it's close because – Maybe more so than any other position, cornerback is just about having world-class athleticism, and we know Byron Jones has that. I didn't think he'd be this good, but he is a freakish, like, world-record-setting caliber athlete, so it's not super surprising for me to see him excel, not to mention he played cornerback in college and some as a rookie. Leighton Vander Esch, his first start for the Cowboys was his 15th 11-man football start ever. He started one season of football ever at Boise State in the Mountain West coming off of eight-man football. There were concerns about his physicality. There were a lot of people that were not hyped about the pick because he hadn't done it enough against good enough competition. And he's out here frick. I mean, how many people, me included, kind of rolled their eyes when the Cowboys compared him to Brian Urlacher when they drafted him? Well, that was yeah. your mistake. He, okay, Mick, I'm sure you <laughs> saw it coming, too. You definitely saw it coming. Nick, what do you, what he, do you, he's been fantastic. What, what do you got? You raising your hand? Oh, he just keeps saying who, who was raising, you know, rolling oh, their Nick, eyes. Yeah. Me, who, yeah. who thought this was kind of a reach of a pick? I, 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 I didn't. I absolutely thought Leighton Van Der Esch was going to need half a season or more to get his feet wet the same way Taco Charles did. Did you ever see him play in college? Yeah, Mick, I'm on a draft podcast. I asked you, did you yes. see him play? Yes. And he, he didn't I, impress you? He, he looked promising. He but long enough. He looked promising but inconsistent for a mid-major program. And Boise guys don't play well here. They don't? No, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. We don't have many well, of them. Brian, well, I mean, what was Brian's answer? Sorry. I'm I, on a carrot right now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, the meal's great, ma'am. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. I went with Byron Jones. Really? Because... After, you know, I think the best thing that happened to Byron Jones was Chris Richard showing up. And so I think it's difficult to play corner in this league. I think there's people that won't game plan to stay away from him. But Leighton Vandrush has been outstanding. Everything that David, that you talked about, I think is absolutely right. But I, I didn't expect Byron Jones to come in there and be 
is really is a dominant player at corner. I mean, they're, they're having a hard time throwing passes on him. I think it's difficult to play out there, but uh, you know, Vandrush has been outstanding too. What about you, Could, Nate? Could that's what I picked too. Yeah. I picked Jones because uh, um, we are always seeking for Deion Sanders. We ain't always seeking for Erlackers. We always seeking for that one shutdown corner. And I'm not saying you say up until this point. Up until this point, man, Byron Jones has been on game. Oh, and, and he's yeah, been doing I mean, it week in, week in and week out. They've both uh, been very now, impressive. What I like about Leighton is, as advertised, for the first time in a long time, besides Zeke, our coaching staff and our management stood up for a guy that they drafted in the first round. They stood up, and they have never backed down. And they put him in the game with no reservations, even though Joe Thomas had a, a better training camp and I think is a better linebacker. They did not hesitate. That's what I like about uh, Leighton. He's, he's good as advertised. And I ain't worried about the seven-man, eight-man football. The dude climb mountains, dog. He live up on the side of a mountain. <laughs> he hunts wolves. So, he mean, does hunt wolves. He's the wolf hunter. <laughs> I mean, come the on. Dude climbs mountains. Yeah. Dog. Man. Yeah, You're right. That's what it is. You're right. See what I have to That's put up LSU with. Thing. See what I have to put up with every day? This I guy. love Nate. This guy. Nate's my favorite. Well, let's take another break. Thank you, Nate. So we can eat some more chips. And when we come back, let's talk about the defense. Let's get into some guys that came back, some guys that that have been balling out and get your thoughts on that. When we come back to Concrete Cowboy at the Star on the Happy Hour. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help look, smell, and feel better visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get ten dollars off your first order fifty dollars or more jack black look good smell good feel good official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys starboards tours is the only official fan travel partner of the dallas cowboys offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players alumni and cheerleaders that's not all though you'll get to talk xos with senior director of personnel will mcclay of course with yours truly me Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and thus you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting Cowboys. Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual Aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual Aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back. Back to the happy hour. Check this out. With the DallasCowboys.com All-Stars. Back to Concrete Cowboy at the Star. Nick Eatman. Hi. Dave Hellman. Hey. Mickey Spagnola and Nate Newton. Nate's out in the crowd with the wireless trying to get some more questions. So let me ask you guys a question. Red Sox are playing the Astros. He's probably going to get some fan left watching the game. They are. They definitely are. Who's winning right now? I Boston winning? Go, go Sox. I thought Boston was up like 2-1 to one maybe. Yeah. I've lost fun. track, though, because we were talking here. Yeah, Straight. we're sitting here and we're talking Cowboys. Talking Cowboys you know on I mean? Happy Hour. Yes. So, David Irving and Malik Collins came back this week. They did. What type of impact did you think those guys made in this game? Well, I, I thought that David Irving, I mean, I, it's unbelievable what he was able to do the first couple snaps. Um, just for a guy that's practiced six times since Thanksgiving, is that about right? God, I think it's less than that. Well, probably three times three this, this week. year. This or one or, or two twice, last week, one the week before, week, yeah. three for the mandatory OTA or mandatory minicamp. They made him do 
if you can even call those practices. Yes, I mean, yeah. he was, and he he was he there. Missed, and he missed a month before that at the end of the season. So for a whole year to be practicing six times and then to just come off the ball like that and force Bortles into that play, it's, you know, there's a reason why you're very patient with guys like that. They're patient with Gregory, patient with Irving, because they have freakish talents, and he showed it there. Yeah. Just wait till we see this week after he's actually played 22 plays. Yeah. Right. Let's see. <laughs> right? He's I, get was excited. I was excited to see Malik show some pass rush, too. Yes. You know, they play him. They've been playing him at the one more than the three these days, and he didn't have as many sacks last year because of the injury and because of where he plays. So to see him get his feet wet and – look like he can disrupt some things like I mean it's not there's there's about eight guys on this team right now that can get sacks and that is that is nice he's a pretty good three technique unfortunately David Irving showed up David Irving and Tyrone Crawford plays it really well yeah I mean it's it's I mean it's a good problem to have but it's a problem for Malik do you think they'll both get more snaps this week oh I think they you know what the snaps were almost equal were they really I think everybody had like 24 or somewhere in that range Irving, Irving's so weird because he can play around different spots. And, you know, with, with maybe Demarcus Lawrence's injury a little bit, I mean, you know, you, we've seen Irving dominate a game at, at the end position. Yeah. So, you know, he, he can do different things for you. Yeah. He, he played in, in that game, at least for a yeah, couple he snaps, did play too. Snaps. So. Nate, who you got out there? I have a beautiful lady from D.C., the capital, and she's going to tell hey. you her name because it's nice enough that I can't pronounce it and she has a good question. <laughs> Alana, and I'm from D.C., and hey. how big are Dak Prescott's muscles? <laughs> hey, that's Shannon's question. He's the social media guy. Oh, so you, are you, you're from D.C., are you a, you a Redskins fan? No, yes. look yes. at that shirt. Look at her shirt. Yeah, big Redskins fan. <laughs> She's got a giant star on her shirt. So, I mean, give a, give, is, it, is it the muscles can put... Who and who arms together? Dave, you, you you traveled to Mississippi State with him last year. It's you actually funny. How big his muscles it's are. funny that how you bring that up. He? How I, big is he? I went. We you know we did a documentary about Dak's life and career at Mississippi State, and uh, they showed me some pictures of him when he got there, and to compare it to his senior year compared to his freshman year, let alone his third year in the NFL, it's. It's amazing the way major college football programs and obviously NFL teams can transform these guys. So to answer your question, they're very, very, very big. He is ripped. Here's the key thing. He has deceptively big thighs for a quarterback. Yeah, true. That's why he's got such good balance. Yeah. Nate, what's the big difference between college and pro weight programs why do guys get so much bigger when do they get to the pros uh they have they have school and other activities that they get involved in in, in college and pros this is your job this is what you do you have you spend school. three to four hours a day just concentrating on your body and especially if you want to change the way you look and a few things that you do you got specialized people here that can give you that attention and plus the food is better i mean even though they have good training camp uh Training tables at most schools. I mean, we still they still eating McDonald's and having yep. fun and you know going out doing what you guys do on a regular basis. Well, you Shannon anyway. Just putting trash in my body all day, every day, all day, every day. Some of the local night. cantinas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, do you have another question, young lady? No. No. Well, thank you. Do you think that the Redskins have a chance against the Dallas Cowboys? Yes. Do you have <laughs> oh. a score? Oh no. Uh, no. Okay. We're going to win, Miss. All right, Nate. We're gonna, <laughs> thank you. Nate, we're going to Nate, we're going to see how good you are. There, oh there's a table over to your left full of ladies. See if you can get you someone talking to over ask. here. Yeah. You about to get them to make up a question. I get one. Okay. Oh hey, Dave, Dave, yeah. question for you. When, yeah. you. when you made that trip with Dak, what's one thing you learned about Dak that you did not know? Oh man, one thing that I learned put me on the spot. I'm sorry. Um, Probably how popular he was at Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I learned a lot of stuff that I already knew, but I mean, the, the thing that really just kind of took my breath away was uh, just what he means to that community. I mean, it's, a, it's unbelievable. Like, you would have thought you were at the star with how much Cowboys stuff they were selling in Mar- Starkville, Mississippi. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, you know, the people, we, we got dinner at like Buffalo Wild Wings, and the, the manager there told us that like, they're, the demand on Sundays for their games is for Cowboys. Like, it's not for anything else. So, that was probably it. 
That was, that was probably the biggest thing is that he's basically a god in central Mississippi. Yeah. Nate's over there partying. Yeah, seriously. Oh, he's got – He, you know what? He came Hasn't through. Hasn't really mastered the turn the mic no, off no. Like on type thing. Alex, you need to show Nate how to turn the mic off when he doesn't have someone. Yeah. Oh, 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 God. Even, I just know his oh, name. Oh, God. And he elected her. They're from Houston. Y'all here for what? I'm here, Dallas. She's from Houston. Houston, Texas. We're here for work. For work. Okay, your name? Deshea. Deshea, step yeah. forward. Well, welcome to Dallas. Bo, what's welcome your question? To Dallas. Yeah. What is my question? Uh, what are we talking? What are you guys talking about? Talking about the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys football. football. It's happy hour. Um, and don't talk about the Houston Texans Cowboys game. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, when are we going to sign Des? Hey. Uh, hey. hey. Haven't heard that name okay. in a couple weeks. An original question. Yeah. Hey. Uh, we're not going to. I, I like it. I like the fact it, that. You know what? Even down in Houston, everyone knows what's going on, knows what the topic is. Any, I mean, ch any chance in hell that he no. ends up on this team? No. 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 Lufkin's right in between Dallas and Houston. It's halfway, right? So well, he was from Dallas. She's from Houston. No, but I'm – but, well, the good know. point. Nick, good point. you didn't have – you didn't really jump in there on that. No, Nick wants him back. Hold on. I don't know about wants him back, but I, I – Nick needs him back. No chance in hell – for anything that Jerry Jones is involved with, I mean, no, it's selling the team, mm -hmm. and then that's it. I don't know. What else is no chance in it? I mean, I think he could. I think he could. Hey, I would hey, be pretty hey, surprised. This, this young lady, she is waiting to ask this question. Okay. All right. Okay, so when are you guys going to block J.J. Watts? Hey, no. that's hard. Well, for, hey. Could the four of us combine to do anything <laughs> no. to J.J. Watts? No. Yeah. No chance. We got no shot. I no didn't chance. think so either. Nate, uh, back in the day, could you have handled J.J.? Uh, when I was at tackle, yes, me, Emmett, uh, uh, Kevin Gogan, we would have handled him real well because I would have had always had the inside protection. And when my inside protection went down, I'd had Emmett chipping him or Moose Johnson chipping him. He wouldn't have had no sacks, baby. Did and I would have took all the credit that I blocked him. <laughs> or he would have turned to Fredo and say, okay, help me out, bud. Yeah, because I, I – J.J. Watts, like I, I told her to ask that question. J.J. Uh, <laughs> Watts is one of the coldest dudes so you, in the league. So you got his name wrong. Oh. You got what his, is his name? Harsh. J.J. Watt? That was harsh. J.J. Watts. I'm, uh, Watts. I'm, I'm, Whatever. I'm calling him high. Hey, baby, don't even worry about it. Thank you. He's, hey, let me say that. He's got to let it go. It's, 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 it's J.T. and T.J. or whatever. The Watts boys, they light it up. All right. I, I got it right, bro. He, he's multiple Watts. Yeah, Watts. He, this dude is a gangster, man. Oh, Did y'all see the clip of Zeke just bury Calais Campbell during the Jags game? I mean, he no. just. It was to call it a chip is a discredit I, like he destroyed him and i was yes, like he did. we could have used that against jj watt probably <laughs> maybe just maybe and you figured when he scored his touchdown when he was the 10 yard line that they weren't stopping him oh, oh God. yeah you're not tackling right oh, there God, was no yeah. way i don't even think they wanted to. i think um on the broadcast i think uh romo even said that like you get zeke out there like that like no nah, yeah. not happening 15 yard touchdowns in the nfl are not supposed to look that easy yeah. You said earlier that you need to see a little bit more before you determine whether this is a good home team and a bad road team. Why, why is there such a difference in what they're doing on the road? And, Mickey, you said you thought, you thought it was yeah. who they played and where they played. Do you think they've executed different? I've got two. I, not as well. Yeah. The reason, yeah, not as well, but the reason why I'm not there yet is because I can just take two plays to, in this whole season, two plays. You know, Dak doesn't get that fumble, and the, the Lions have it. They win the game. They lose at home. It's, you know, after that interception by Xavier Woods in Houston, you give me seven yards. I need seven yards, and Maher's going to make me a 58-yard uh, field goal, maybe 60. He's going to make it, mm -hmm. and they're going to win. You're not going to have a road problem. I got two different plays that I think that would change all this, so I'm not there yet. If you lose this game, you come back and you beat Tennessee, and you're halfway through it, four and four, then, yeah, I think you've definitely got an issue there. See, I can't go all the way there with you, I mean, which the Houston game, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, they played sloppy, but they, you know, they could have scored 19 points. They could have won the game. Carolina and Seattle, uh, what, a, what a pair of disasters. I mean, you talk like NFL teams are not supposed to look that bad no matter what the circumstances are. So, but, and, and a lot of it seemed like self-inflicted errors, uh, whether you want to – penalties – 
getting behind the chains. We've heard that a ton of times. Busted coverages. A busted. I mean, just Two. all sorts of miscues that seem like it goes along with not handling the environment the way you're supposed to. So I, I agree with you that, like, I don't just think it's this terrible trend, but they have made very uncharacteristic, very ugly mistakes that have led to them playing very bad games on the road twice. With, with, with all of that being said, though, fellas, okay, now that we've won this, this past week, meaning the Dallas Cowboys, okay, what's your record? Well, I mean, right now, three what are three, you thinking? Three three, baby. They're still a, a middle-of-the-road team? Right. Is yes. that how you're still thinking about them? Yeah, do you yes. think this team is better than that, you're, worse you're, than that, or they yeah. are what they are? Well, I mean, you're still in the middle of the road until you, until you're in the ditch. I mean, that's what they are. I think, I think Nate's talking from a quality level, yeah. not a record level. Yeah, well, but but the good thing about that is is that we got ten more games uh-huh. to show that. I mean, like, are you? Good? That's why I think this game is so important. This is the game that that'll that'll show you. Are you just going to be that team that keeps going back and forth every week, or are you going to be a team that says, "All right, we're we're better than this." Nate says we're better. We're going to show people that we're better. We're going to, as Garrett would say, stack good games together and start, you know, being a contender for a playoff. Springboard. I mean, simple math. I'm bad at math. I went to LSU, but I can do basic percentages. Six games. They've looked pretty blah in 83% of them so far. They looked real, real good in 17% of them. One. One out of six, they've looked real, real good. But the so, key thing is 50% of them, they won. Absolutely. You're right. No, and, and any win is a good win in the NFL. I get that. But this team has only played up to the potential that we heard so much about once out of six times, which if this is the beginning of something beautiful, I'm all for it. But I need to see it not just one more time. I need to see but it about three if, more times. If Jacksonville continues to play Bortles at quarterback, they're going to be. They might be seven and nine, and we're going to be looking at that, going, "Well, yeah, who didn't blow yeah. out Jacksonville?" I mean, there, there's something to be said for that, but may not be may not look as good of a win as it did. Well, and that's I, I don't ca- strength of schedule doesn't mean crap to me in the NFL because again, it's this. These are pro football players who are doing this for a living. No win is going to be an easy win, and no win should right. be discounted, but. Again, you just you got to play up to that potential. You got to do it multiple games in a row. You got to stack wins. So are they capable? It, it dude, they showed that they're capable, but being dude, capable uh, and doing it are two different things. This and that's dude, what I got to see. Down there, it's a dude named Eric, I think, down there talking to this lady. Uh huh. And I went to him and said, "Are you see, putting he, him he, on blast? He, or are you he's like, not, he told me I could put him on blast. He's, he's not, trying he's, to like make moves, and you're putting him on so the radio right now. you know he's right suffering. Now. And I asked myself, do you have a question to ask? And I find this to be common with fans. Now that we've won this Jacksonville game handily, and every fan that I ask, I said, what do you think about the Cowboys now? And they all say, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good when answer. Will it's a we great. Know? We will know again if they when Thanksgiving the start. <laughs> when the playoffs start, if you're, if you're in it or not, right? <laughs> hey, when that Monday at when the playoffs start, right. if the Cowboys are actually in meetings or they're holding trash bags, one of the other, one of the other, <laughs> that's when you're going to find out. I don't even necessarily think that's true. What? Okay, so they go to Washington, they're off, they host the Titans. And then I believe, Mick, they go to Philly? I believe that's yeah. right. When those three games are over, we'll know what they are. Is that Thanksgiving okay. yet? Or are we yet no, Thanksgiving? We're, no, we're in, we're in early November Early still. November. But get, we'll know what they are because if they can win two or three of those, they're better than average. If they keep trading this stuff off, then they're probably the mediocre team that we've seen to this point well, in the I'm, season. I, I, you know, me, I, 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 it hurts me when the Cowboys lose. So believe me, I'm, I'm – Let's go. Let's break this trend That's, before the trend break us. Before we get out of here, let's start with you, Nate. 30 seconds. What do the Cowboys need to do to win the game this weekend? Keep, spread, keep spreading the field, however, however necessary, whether it's with your quarterback, whether it's with the receivers. Keep spreading the field. And you have to be, in the first half, you have to run a bunch of plays and take care of third down, and I think they'll be all right. Nick? I'm with Nate on all that, and then just show Alex Smith who's boss. Dave, it's good. I like that answer. You only needed five seconds <laughs> on, on National Boss Day. You know, this is, is that is it? Today is. I didn't know oh, that. We didn't even get Derek anything. We're terrible yeah, employees. This he left already. We were going to buy him a beer. <laughs> <laughs> this could be famous last words, but luckily for the Cowboys, like, I don't think they need to make this big transformation to win this game. Uh, Washington's offense is not impressive. 
I think the Cowboys can hold them under 20 points, and if the offense can grind something out, I think this is this is such a winnable game, and that's why it's yeah. so important. Yeah. I, I think you just got to make these teams that are already one-dimensional keep them that way. Uh, you know, stop the run. At Jacksonville, you, you make sure you stop the run, and it's going to be tough. Alex Smith's going to have to go out and do things he's not that great of, and that's go win games. He's pretty good at managing. He's not good at having to go win it. I think if you stop him and Adrian Peterson is not the Adrian Peterson that he was before, keep them at one dimensional, and then they should be fine. Nate, Mickey, Dave. Yes. Nick, thank you guys. We're done. We're done. It was a pleasure hanging out with you. Wheat. I will see you in the office tomorrow. All right. All right. And hey, remember man. to watch that award-winning show. Hey, oh, is it a war winning? What award? No, what award no, no, did y'all win? It's not. You, no. It's, it's not Best, very, it, I thought it was. It's, I'm sorry. It's not very good. It's oh, just okay. the only show that has a Pro Bowl yeah, on it. Correct, correct, correct. And a Super Bowl winner. I think it's the best show on, on DallasCowboys.com in the afternoon. <laughs> in the afternoon. In the afternoon. It's the only show on DallasCowboys.com in the afternoon. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for pushing all the buttons. Thank you for everybody that showed up and asked questions. We will be back. Next, next Tuesday, I guess, same time, 6 to 7 on the happy hour. Still raining.